0: Hello, and welcome to Trigonometry. I'm Francis Foster. I'm Constantine Kissin. And this is
1: the show for you if you want honest conversations with fascinating people. Our brilliant guest today is a YouTuber, Arias Scarcella. Welcome to Trigonometry.
2: What up? How are you guys over there in the UK? <laughs> uh,
1: we're, we're locked down. Uh, we are keeping, keeping at a safe distance from each other. Uh, but uh, before we get into all of that, for anyone who doesn't know who you are, just tell everybody who are you. What has been your journey through life that leads you to being on trigonometry in this very remote and distant way?
2: Oh wow, interesting. Um, I, I, well, I came out as a lesbian at nineteen, and uh, that is and why I, you're here. That's no, why sorry. I'm here because a lot of your guys, a lot of your viewers are probably straight men who love lesbians. I don't know, exactly. I don't know your viewership, but I'm assuming that's what, what it is. Um, and and you know what, the straight guys have been nothing but 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 gracious and and really sweet to me. So it's like I joke a lot about like oh straight men, but like literally. <laughs> I've never had a problem with them, mm. um, personally. Yeah, but I, I came out when I was nineteen. Um, I started making content on YouTube about being a lesbian when I was twenty-three, and my content has changed. I wouldn't say dramatically, but politically, it's changed a yeah. little. You know, quite a bit, and it's 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 gotten to the point where I, you know, I, I stir up some drama, and you know, there's there's some there's some tea being spilled. Um, but I think it's because I'm I'm the one open you know, out lesbian on, on YouTube that, you know, calls out bullshit, honestly. Uh-huh. That will call out the bullshit of, of the, the progressive left or of the right. But like, I've never had an issue with the right. So I haven't <laughs> had to call anybody out. Unless it's religious people, then I'm just like, it's not even worth my time. You yeah. know, because um, they're allowed to believe whatever the hell they believe as long as they're not infringing upon my rights. fine. Um, yeah, and I, I, I came out with a video um, about two months ago about leaving uh, the progressive left. I never officially came out as conservative because I don't think I'm fully conservative. I think I'm like somewhere in the middle. Um, and I've, I've, yeah, a lot of, a lot of uh, more conservative or right-wing channels or even libertarian channels have been asking for my opinions on LGBT topics because I feel like I'm kind of an expert at this point.
1: Mm. A a few weeks ago, um, a lot of our fans started clamoring for us to talk to you. And I think your, your YouTube channel has been completely demonetized. Is that right?
2: It was up until like yesterday it was, it was demonetized for five weeks. Yeah. Okay.
1: So it's going to take some time. They,
2: they remonetized me, but I had to change a whole bunch of stuff. Like, unfortunately, yeah, they, and it's funny because a lot of people were like, ariel has been making the same content for literally for 10 years. Mm. And, and apparently they, they they demonetized me for having sexually explicit content. I've been posting the same type of videos for ten years. So how come as soon as I came out as non progressive, <laughs> all of a sudden it's just like, and and again like people rally behind me and um and I, I, like the you know the progressive the progressive I'll just call them the woke left from now on mm-hmm. just so you guys because I don't want to keep saying progressive it's annoying, but the woke you know the woke left likes to hate on cis, straight, heterosexual, white men. And it's like the people that actually donated to my Patreon were cis, straight, white, white, white men. (laughs) Nine out of 10 times, it was those types of people that were being supportive. So I think a lot of these people are misunderstood. Um, I I think the far left, you know, finds it easier these days to just hate on somebody for... Who they are, not what they believe. You know, like, oh, you're you're a man. You can't. You don't have a say. Or you're you're this. You don't have a say. Or you're you're cis. You can't. You can't talk on trans topics. And it's like, why can't everybody talk about every topic, and if it affects them in some way, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if I'm not going to talk about like gay men issues, I have no. It doesn't affect me in any sense of the word, but trans issues do affect everybody because it's changing the definitions. Of the word man and woman, that affects everybody alive. <laughs> so I think everybody should have a part of the conversation, you know. And I don't think I don't think I've seen that many people that are actually hateful about it. They're just cautious or curious or worried. I haven't seen that many hateful people personally.
0: And Ariel, so you, you touched on the whole trans issue. Now I've got a couple of mates who are gay women, and they are to use how can I put this uh, correct terminology? Absolutely fucking livid out uh Mm. what is happening in particular what is happening to women's spaces can you touch on particularly why is this such an emotive subject for you and why is it so important for you
2: well first of all there's it's gotten to the point where even this week is lesbian visibility week Mm. and um i think it's diva magazine which is in the uk um it's like the one lesbian magazine over there i think or so there's like two lesbian magazines in the whole world. And that's one of them. <laughs> and because um, we're a very like underrepresented underrepresented community, right? The trans community too. It depends on too.
1: the genre, I have to say.
2: <laughs> that's true. You're right. I know. If, are we allowed to curse? Like, when, or yeah, about sex, curse like, like, right? want. Yeah. When you talk, when you get yeah, porn, you know I mean, lesbian porn is one of the most watched, right? Um, but yeah, it's gotten to the point where I was just having a conversation with my friend Mars, who's a trans guy. And we were talking about, they, uh, Lesbian Visibility Week, it's, I mean, it's a made-up holiday. Like, we, I, I did a whole series of videos years ago and people believed me. I would just make up fake LGBT <laughs> holidays and people were like, yay, let's celebrate. And I'm like, I just made this up. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's a made-up holiday for, it, it, it has good intentions, obviously, right? Lesbian Visibility mm-hmm. Week. But they have, you know, a trans woman, and I'm not saying trans women can't be socially lesbians, right? Mm-hmm. But the person that they're featuring has only been out for a few years and they're in their 50s. Like, you, you live the majority of your life as a heterosexual man, maybe we shouldn't, you know, take the one week or the one day. I think which is actually tomorrow. It might be the twenty sixth, Lesbian Visibility Day o- officially. It might be the twenty sixth. Why are we constantly, prop, you know, propping up trans women that identify as lesbians and not females? You know, like it, it's it, it. I don't. I don't know how to explain this, but it's like. I'd never. People call me transphobic for for saying oh, trans women can be lesbians. I've never actually said that because I think there is a social aspect to to gayness, right? Like if you appear, yeah, you know, like you know, like drag queen goes out in public and, and passes as a as a as a woman, she's not going to experience homophobia, you know what I mean? Like in that moment. So there is a cultural aspect to it. So even if you identify as a woman gender-wise in your brain, whatever that means, right? Um, there has been proof that that trans women have there's a part of their brain that looks uh, that looks more similar to somebody like myself. You're not going to know what it's like to live and be seen as a woman until you stop looking like a man. Like that's just how it is, you know what I mean? And like that's unfortunate, but you can't see in somebody's inside somebody's brain. Um, and it's impossible to know how somebody identifies until you ask them. And even then most of the time people lie cuz they're ashamed, which is also shit. Um, but yeah, like the, the taking over female spaces it's a real thing that's happening. And a lot of people are like, oh, that doesn't even happen that often. I don't care if it happens one time, it's something you need to talk about. Cause if it happens one time and people think it's okay, it's gonna, ha- it's gonna happen more and more and more and more. Um, you know, from, from, from trans women, it's, you know what? The funny thing is, it's not even that many actual trans women. It's most of these very young, very hip, woke queer kids. You know, that, that are somewhere like in the, we hold them the alphabet people. They're probably not even LGBT. They're like, they're like queer or like non binary or some other made up gender. And they're like, trans women are women. If you don't wanna suck a dick, you know, you're, 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 you're a transphobe. You're a transphobic, a horrible person. You know, and this, these are li- like literally, you can go on Tumblr, you can go on Twitter, you can go on Instagram. This is these are real thing. Like Turf is a slur. Go on that website, turf is a People are like, that's a transphobe website. I'm like, no, it's not, it's a real thing. And people are just documenting what people are saying, what, what you know, queer activists are saying to to lesbians. And it's just now starting to make its way into the gay community, but it doesn't happen nearly as often because gay men are men, right? Mm-hmm.
1: And, and Ariel uh, real... one thing I've noticed as well is with I've spoken to a few of my friends who are gay, and one of the things they've said and that th- makes them very concerned about some of the, the stuff with around the trans issue is that they feel like because a lot of them were gender non conforming as children, they may well have ended up being 100%. categorized and encouraged into being trans 100%. simply because they were gay kids. Do you think oh, yeah. that's a big part of the issue?
2: 100%. I, I think that there, there, I think there was an article written, I, I mentioned it last year in one of my videos that I had with my friend Blake, who is, is legitimately, in my opinion, a trans guy. Um, he has gender dysphoria. He had top surgery. He's you know transitioned in any, every way that he can. You have a um, lot of
1: trans, trans friends for a bigot. I have to say.
2: <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, <laughs> ra- rational trans people, but you know, but uh, obviously they're just tokens and, uh, they're the wrong type of trans because they agree hmm. with me. But, um, yeah, most of the trans people, if not all of them that I'm friends with, are rational and, and, you know, very sweet. And, and they're just like, I want to live my fucking life. <laughs> you know, like, it sucks that I had to live this, that I had to experience this. But now I'm, I'm you know, I'm transitioning in whatever way that I can. And I mean, um, yeah, my friend, my friend Blake and I did a video last year where we talked about the, I think it the increase... In, in the amount of people, ident- in the amount of females identifying as trans in some way, has like quadrupled over the last few years, especially in the UK, mm. because the UK is even more progressive, progressive than, because um, it's not even progressive in my opinion, but progressive uh, than the, than the states, and I. It was also there was also a study, um, I want to say it was the HRC. Human rights campaign, which is based here, I think it might it might be worldwide, but it's I think it's actually based in DC, um, where like every year they they they're mentioning trans and non-binary identities and queer more and more in their like yearly reports, and the word lesbian wasn't even mentioned in the last two years or something, and it makes us feel it makes young lesbians that are you know gender non-conforming which technically all lesbians are gender non-conforming if you really think about it. Right. Cause mm-hmm. we're not conforming to the expectation that we're supposed to date men. <laughs> so when you go, when you dive into things and and look at them on a deeper level, you know, it's, it's quite easy to see how a young lesbian or a young gay boy would think that they're trans. And this is happening more and more. Even on YouTube, there are people um, that are coming out more and more as detransitioners and realizing that they did not have gender dysphoria and, they just hated their bodies. Maybe they had dysmorphia or maybe they just were going through teenage bullshit. I did that. I, I hated my body for a long time because I wasn't feminine enough. When that doesn't mean that being trans isn't real. Like mm. it is clearly a real th- disorder. Like it's a real, th- whatever you want to call it, a disorder of, of you know, a brain body disconnect or something. It's a real thing. But the, because of the because the word trans has been watered down to literally mean absolutely nothing but an identity, kids are very vulnerable teens are very vulnerable mm. and they most of them just want to fit in um they're already you know some of them are already bullied or just feel ostracized in their community for whatever reason and they're like well everyone else is coming out as trans and they're being accepted and they're being loved and why don't i do that and it, it's it's not the case 100 of the time of course but it's happening more and more excuse me more and more um and there's something to the reason I talk about it is because it is happening more often than not to people that are that are female, and I think that says a lot too.
0: No, it's it's happened to uh, my former colleague and a friend. Her daughter recently came out. A 12 year old girl, a 12 year old girl came oh, out and, and told uh, her mother, my friend, um, where um when I transition, not if when, and at the age of 12 years old. And it's part of the reason that we think, oh yeah, they're going to transition. They don't realise the medical implication that this is having on your body, and the fact is that you are going to become a medical patient for the rest of your life if you are a trans person. Right,
2: which which is unfortunate in itself. Mm. I wish I wish there was like a cis pill,
0: <laughs> and trans
2: <laughs> people will tell you that too. Like a true a true trans binary trans person, right? Well, we'll tell you like if there was a cis pill, I would take it tomorrow, and yeah. I I can't. Of course, I can't imagine what that would feel like. It's it's completely not even similar to being uh, lgb at all um feeling like you're born in the wrong body or or feeling like your body is in some way wrong
1: yeah you wouldn't wish it on anyone i mean we've had a few trans people on our show talking to them about it and when they describe it you know it's not something you would wish on your worst enemy because it's not not a pleasant experience but let me ask you this because one of the stats that we came out recently is that Mm. um acceptance of sexual minorities and trans mm-hmm. people are included in that, even though they're not really a sexual minority, but anyway, right. um, has actually gone down quite significantly, Correct. which is an incredible, I mean, you'd have to work really hard in the 21st century to get people to be less tolerant. I
2: know, I know. This is, this w- is another what do thing you I I put that down to? Well, maybe it's because, you know, in the UK, there are things like people punching, you know, woke, fem- woke, um, people on the woke left are punching 60 year old women <laughs> for, for going into a fucking basement in a library to talk about women's rights. <laughs> you know, it's like, and there's spray in Vancouver, they're spray painting rape, you know, rape, uh, crisis centers saying that only females are, are, are have you not heard of this? No. There's a rape, there's no. a rape relief center in Vancouver that was spray painted with turf and bigot and all Pe- these people because
1: they wouldn't accept because m- they wouldn't accept women trans penises. women right well
2: yeah because it because it's probably not the right place for them right you know what i mean like if they were raped i don't I, you know i don't even know i mean there are a lot of trans women that get raped yes i don't know if if they still belong like to me if, if i was a, 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 i don't even know i've never been raped but i'm assuming if I had just been raped, I would not want to see somebody with a penis next to me <laughs> personally. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's not that it's not, it, again, it's not like, it's not a bigoted thing. It's not, it has nothing to do with the person being trans. It has to do with worrying about the person that had just been raped. So if there's a way that they can fix that, you know, that maybe there's a way, but people have to understand that it's, it's not just like, no, we hate trans people. It's like, no, we care about this female right. who might be triggered by that. Hell, the friggin' trans woman alone is probably triggered by her own penis, like, most of the time. You know what I mean? Like, they don't want it there. So I think, hopefully, I, like, you would think they would understand it. A lot of them do. That's the thing. It's these, it's these radical queer extremists that I I usually talk about in my videos. It's not, it's usually not binary, you know, rational trans people. It's, it's these crazy extremists that want to break binaries, you know, which is funny because that's actually not helping trans people at all because trans people want to go from one to the other, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't want to, they want to exist within the binary. They don't want to break mm-hmm. it. Um, and, and, a lot of them, I also noticed there's a ton of, um, I have a video about this coming out soon, hopefully, but I mean, it's going to take me a little while to do some research, but there's an influx of cis straight white men, um, gamers on YouTube uh, that have been posting like hateful content about me and other like turfs. Um, and I, it makes me think, you know, like I just, I sit there and I wonder why these people think that they are allowed to speak on issues again, that don't affect them. If you're a dude and you look like you and you look like, you know, Francis and you're just walking around and, and, you know, somebody like me comes into your bathroom. I mean, you're going to be like, okay, like what the hell are you doing here? But you're not going to feel threatened You know what i mean you're not gonna get like you know it's a very different experience living as a man
0: hi guys and welcome to my bedroom or as it's otherwise called palacio orgasmo now this is a short video on behalf of the angel comedy club now you may not be aware but there is something on the planet right now called the corona virus which is putting a little bit of a spanner into the works of a lot of people, especially comedy clubs, in particular Angel Comedy Club, which is where we film our show. And Angel have been so supportive to us. They've been absolutely brilliant. And they now need your help because they can't have any shows. They can't run a bar. But the problem is they still have to pay rent. So if you think a comedy club, which puts on acts like Stuart Lee, Eddie Izzard, Maria Bamford for a fiver and lets us film for free is something that should exist in the world. I personally think it should. Then all you have to do is give a little bit of money to the patron or maybe become uh, a patron yourself or putting a little bit of money to the PayPal account. I will have links. There'll be links at the bottom in order for you to do that. Now, if you can't do that, no worries at all. We completely understand but hopefully you'll be able to maybe pop down to Angel one day to see a live show from us or a whole host of other fabulous comedians. Stay safe and take care. And Ariel, I really want to sort of explore this idea of women's safe spaces because I don't think men get it. They just don't. They they go, I can't see what women are complaining about. Surely it's fine. I don't. And you use the example you use, But isn't part of it the fact that women on the whole tend to be physically weaker than men? which means that therefore you are more vulnerable. So I always use the example of a nightclub where if a man chats to a woman and a woman feels that she's uncomfortable with the situation, the one safe space that she has in order to get rid of the dude is to go and walk into the women's toilets. He can't follow her. She's safe. That's very true
2: too. Yeah. Yeah,
0: And if we remove that, all of a sudden that safe space is gone. That's true.
2: Yeah. Um, That's that's what it's come to. I've been in a nightclub uh where was i in savannah georgia hmm. it was an lgbt nightclub and there was this i mean he was he was good looking but like obviously not my type <laughs> This like very handsome tall black seemingly so straight man and he comes up and starts talking to me and i'm like dude you're at a fucking gay bar like what are you doing you know what i mean like people just they just don't get it sometimes um so it's it, just to have somebody that looks me oh there was a really fun i'll give you an example there's a really funny tweet that somebody posted it's a, um, parody account. And I think it's, somebody was like, how can we, so he was responding to somebody. And the, the tweet that he was responding to said something like, how can we tell, um, you know, how, how can we deal with the trans women's uh, bathroom issue? And <laughs> 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 so, so, so stupid. And he's like, well, we should just, he was being like a troll, but he was like, um, I should say she, cause They identify as a trans woman, but like have a beard and everything. It's a troll account. I don't even know if the dude is real, but um, she responded with, we should have a a button, uh, two buttons outside of a women's toilets or any safe space for women. One that says, yes, I'm legitimately a trans woman. And one one that says, and then you press that one, you go in and one that says, no, I'm taking advantage of this situation. (laughs) And it's true. It's like, how could you really know? It doesn't, it's not like, it's not like we're saying trans women have no women experience. Some of them do. Some of them legitimately live li- their lives as women for a very long time. But what happened, like the whole idea of self-identification is what a lot of women are saying no to. Mm. You know, these are people that, that look like you that can just call themselves women and expect to be treated as such when it's like you have no idea what it's like, in my opinion, you might like, okay, in your own head, whatever, whatever that means. But if you went into a woman's space, and didn't see to me that you you're not a real woman at all. <laughs> like if you if most women, and I might be a nurture versus nature thing, it might be very much a nurture thing. If you are truly a woman, like you say you are, and you go into a space and you're not aware of how you're making other people around you feel you're not a woman because women are taught to be that way right since since i was very young as a kid you are taught to pay attention to how your actions and how your even how your thoughts can make other people feel that that, that doesn't mean that men aren't like you know that that men also don't go through shit i'm not saying that but there are different privileges living as a man and living as a woman mm. that neither sex will understand until they live as that you know
0: no absolutely yeah. absolutely there's there's you know we, we talk about you know the different what it's like to be a woman there's so for instance my girlfriend um i helped to i'm a comedian i helped to run a comedy club and at the end of the show we were letting people out and somebody felt a bit ill so i had to sort of go and help man the door get people out bring people in and my girlfriend came and stood right next to me and i'm like do you have to do this now? Is this the right moment to do this? And she went, I'm sorry, I've got no choice. There was a dude following me around the bar and he was really freaking me out. Then that's mm-hmm. never happened to me as, as a man.
2: Never. And I, doubt- I mean, and it, and it, it could, but it's unlikely.
0: Yeah, it's unlikely. Yeah. But that's something that I never have to worry about, that I'm never mm-hmm. concerned about. And I think that's part of the problem is that men see, we see the world through our eyes and mm-hmm. some women come out and go, look, there's this issue. We go, well, it's not a problem for me. So why don't you just grow up?
2: Yeah and then, and then I think again with a lot of these woke gamer bros you know I think they the funny the funny thing is and, and why I think this is happening I'm not 100% sure yet there's there's a there's like at least 10 or 15 of them now that are that are just I I think it's you know that they I think they want to seem woke because it's cool to be woke these days which is not actually woke at all in my opinion but I also think that they feel guilty Before being cis straight and white. Like I really do. I really do. And I, man, I, it's, it's a weird thing. It's, you know, it's, it's like the only way to please the far left, if you are a cis straight white male is to be like, I know that I'm privileged. I know that I'm this, I know that I'm that, I know that I'm that. And everybody else is a turf, and everybody's transphobic and everyone's racist. It's like, and that's what these guys are doing, like every single one of them. So it just makes me question: Is this what they really believe, or are they guilt? Like, are they do they feel guilty for being privileged, or do they just want a left wing audience for whatever reason? Because most of the shit that they say isn't woke, like in any sense of the word. <laughs> in any sense of the word. Um, because it, first of all, they're speaking over trans people, and they're speaking over females. <laughs> so. As a man,
1: well, if these guys are watching, I'd just like to say, guys, stop it. Just enjoy your privilege as a straight white man. It's not going to last for very very much longer. Just enjoy it. Don't feel guilty about it. Just be the straight white man. They shouldn't.
2: Yeah, you shouldn't feel guilty about about how you how you live through the world. What you should do is be aware of how others have to go through it.
1: Yeah, Mm. right.
2: There's a big difference. But
1: but talk to me about uh, the YouTube thing because you said you had to make changes. What what does that mean exactly? You had to make changes in order to get your channel remonetized. What, what, what did that
2: look like? Uh, I had like? to I had to just change the, the the wording in some of the videos, like the titles and the thumbnails, um, uh, of the more controversial topics. Um, I don't know if that's actually what helped me. Like they, they they don't tell you like why the channel's demonetized. They just tell you it's. They just say you know, it it, it, it it's very vague. I don't know how to actually say what they said because I don't remember. But it, it's it's not like this video has this wrong with it. Like, they don't have time to do that. They're just mm-hmm. like, okay, this channel's annoying me. Somebody complained about it probably. I don't know how it works. And they're like, fix some shit and then we'll get back to you. <laughs> because really like what it comes down to. So I, I just, I think it was like 15, 20 videos. Some of them I, I privated or deleted. Um, some of them Some of them were just like sexually explicit, but like not even because they're sexual education. Um, and I, again, I've been posting that kind of content for 10 years. So why now all of a sudden, is there something wrong with it? You know? So I don't know if it's actually YouTube that had an issue with it. Um, or if it was just a whole bunch of people, you know, spamming my channel at once that had a problem. Like, I really, there's no way for me to know. I just, I just know that I had to, even my network, they were like, well, we'll give you some tips and, you know.
1: I guess is what I'm getting at is, deal? do you think that if you were making content about, you know, I'm a you know, trans woman with a penis, here's the best way to suck my dick, do you think that would be... <laughs> can i just
0: say we're going to clip that and i'm going to make that go viral could you yeah (laughs) just just me saying that
1: exactly that's exactly what i am i'm finally coming out as my true self francis and do you know what we could do we could put a little beat behind it and turn it into one of those little dance anthems exactly that'd be brilliant but but do you think what i guess what i'm on a serious point is what i'm getting at is if you were making content that was very woke and progressive and you were you know, coming at it from that angle and you, it was sexual in nature. Some of your videos definitely have been always from way back when.
2: From, from 10 years ago, yeah.
1: Yeah, do you think that you would have had the same experience?
2: Um, I There's no way for me to tell, like for sure. Mm. I, I will say that since I started becoming less of a progressive, I stopped being invited to YouTube events. <laughs> <So> <laughs> We've never say, been invited to YouTube <laughs> I <say> events, that, <laughs> hell. I will say that. Um, but I also know that the two people that are, like, really cool with YouTube that are part of the LGBT community hate me, that that are, like, you know, involved in the YouTube side of the LGBT community. Like, they actually have, like, a connection with YouTube or a contact at YouTube. Um, one of them deals with the LGBT part of VidCon, and they despise me. So I wouldn't be, I wasn't surprised that I, like, wasn't invited to VidCon, even though I didn't want to go back anyway. Um because it was always during Pride, so that just kind of would suck if I couldn't go to my own Pride parade. Um, but also just because VidCon itself has had become super, super, super progressively woke, you know, and you can't... Y- y- like, the it's literally the... Like, VidCon is the epitome of progressive YouTube, uh, p- progressives on YouTube, um, at least when I went in 2016, I think, was the year I went. I think it was 2016. Um, and it's unfortunate because they're not allowing the weird part of it is they're not allowing people that identify that, that are women that identify as women, that present as women that are female to speak about their issues. You know, it's only about, um, the Q and the T at the moment, which, Mm. you know, on on the more serious topics anyway, of course they'll have coming out panels and stuff like that. Like, great. Um, but yeah, I think there are more serious issues that need to be addressed and, and people like, you know, Rose of Dawn and Blair White and, um, Sophia, there, there's there's a bunch of trans women that navigate those issues very well, in my opinion. Um, and I take note of that. And I'm like, I, I respect them 10 times more as women because they are, again, so aware of how their lives affect other women. <laughs> That's a woman. <laughs> like, yeah. And it, it's true when you think about it, right?
0: Yeah. The one thing that I, I really wanted to talk to you about, Ariel, was... I see your journey and my journey as being similar because I'm traditionally, I would have seen myself always as being on the left. I'm a former school teacher, worked in 12 years, you know, underprivileged kids. You, you would go, yeah, that's somebody on the left. But more and more, I've just seen my own side go what I call Tonto. And I think I've never, I can't, I, I can't be part of that. What was a moment for you where you thought, you know what? I'm done I can't be part of this anymore. Was there a specific moment or was it a gradual process?
2: It was a gradual, like online, it was gradual. Mm. I just started disagreeing more and more with people and realized how crazy, in my opinion, that how how irrational their views were. But what really solidified it for me was, and I said this in other interviews, um, I was, I was going to Vegas for, to meet two front two, two internet friends of mine, Mm. Tara Babcock, who her name sounds like a porn star, but she's not. And my friend Paige, who actually was a porn star. And we were going to film, um, you know, sex positive videos and stuff like that. And Paige started her own uh, porn company. And Tara just an awesome YouTuber. Um, and I had never met either of them in person. And Tara and I had just become friends. So she didn't really like know much about me. Um, and then when we finally met in person, she was like, oh, I saw, you know, I'm so glad that you're, that you're really chill and that you're, you know, super open-minded because when I saw your your Twitter profile, it said, like, women empowerment and it had a little gay rainbow flag and I thought you were one of those crazy people. And I was like, okay, like, I can't even have a fucking rainbow flag in my bio anymore because people associate that with crazies. <laughs> like, <laughs> people need to know that I am not one of those people. Mm. Um, because I don't, yeah, I refuse to be people that, that, that are anti-science and anti-logic. And it, it just makes us all... It just makes us all look like lunatics. And I think that's the truth of why, you know, the, the rate of LGBT acceptance is down. It's not actual lesbians and gays and bisexuals. It's the queer, the radical queer and trans activists. Again, not even binary trans people usually, because they're usually really cool, like Blair. It's everybody kind of in the middle, you know? Mm. Um, and especially young kids, because they, are, they have the most time on their hands. They're the loudest. And they're also the they haven't had the experience yet, so they think they fucking know everything. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, I just yeah, don't know if there's a word for that. But yeah. um,
1: the yeah, arrogance of youth. Yeah,
2: yeah. I guess that's the way. Yeah, they are. They're very arrogant in, in their in their in their youth. Yeah.
0: And Ariel, do do you think that there's a danger? Like, because the reality is, most people are sane, reasonable, rational. You sit down, you talk with them, you go, okay. We disagree, but I get where you're coming from. I don't believe that, but I understand your reasons for believing it. Are we now in this world where we get these very, very small minority of people who are incredibly loud, and we believe that is the argument, when actually it isn't? They're just a couple of nutters on Twitter who, because they're so loud, they're so angry, they're so polarising, they get these huge numbers following them. So we think that they're actually the important ones, and they're not. They're just nutters.
2: Yes, but yes, I agree with you. But that doesn't mean that just because they're a very small minority, a very loud, small minority doesn't mean that they're actually not making waves like right. they are, you know, um, which is why otherwise I'd just be like, okay, they're just like shouting out into the fucking void. But situations like with Sydney Mardi Gras, I was invited out there. Um, to speak and these, the crazies on Twitter, you know, made a petition about me and a thousand people signed it. Not, meanwhile, none of these people actually came to the event. Of course not. They're not going to come to the event. Um, and they made it out to see, to be to, for me to be, they made it out as if I was this terrible person. And just my existence being in Australia was triggering for them. <laughs> it's like, and, and, but they, but they got Sydney Mardi Gras to take our event off of their website. Because the truth is, as small as a minority that they are, um, those are the types of people that will show up and throw bricks at your windows. Mm. And Sydney Margaret doesn't want to deal with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gay pride parade doesn't want to deal with that, so they just they just cave. They cave to the crazies, and it's it. The sad thing is, I get messages every single day, and most even most LGBT people that are creators, either writers. Um, you know, bloggers, Instagrams, whatever, YouTubers, we, I would say 99% of us, well, maybe not 99% of us, 95% of us agree with everything that I say and are just terrified to talk about it. They won't because they're afraid to lose brand deals. Um, they're afraid to, you know, upset a younger, you know, section of their audience, but I'm not afraid of that. Like, there's a lot of young kids that still follow me, but those are also the people that hate me the most. And I think it would be mental for me to continue to try to win over people that already hate me. Uh, mm. It's just not good for my mental health and my well-being. So I I want to stand by my morals, and I wanted to gain a different audience of people that are rational and and level-headed, and can have an actual conversation and and not just scream turf into the you know mm. <laughs> scream turf at me on Twitter and then call me all these names without actually having an, a solid argument.
0: Um, and I, I how, how is that? Because it must be really, really tough. Because, you know, to come out, um, automatically you're saying I'm different to the vast majority of people, right? So that mm. automatically makes you an outsider. That's what, mm. That, I imagine, is one of the tough things about being gay, LGBT, all the rest of it. But oh, yeah. You're now, within your own community, you have now become an outsider within that. Yes. So you have now effectively isolating yourself from the people that you should be affiliating with. That must be really tough. Isn't it? It's,
2: it's not tough on my ego. Cause I know yeah. my own worth. Um, but it's tough on my brand. Um, but it is, it's doing better now. Like people are the people that are watching my content now are like, w- I don't see it. Like the comments that I get are like, why does everybody hate this girl? Like <laughs> she's literally saying nothing wrong. And I'm like, thank God. Because like, I, I knew that, but like you see the same comments for, for six, five, six years since 2014, You know, since I started posting uh, more T and Q content, um, you know, all, all the negative comments, it, they didn't get to me as much as people would assume because I do have a very strong sense of self, but it made me question myself and <clears throat> question my, not question my self-worth, but question my ability to Communicate properly because I'm like, Was I saying the wrong thing? And it's like, No, these people just aren't understanding what I'm saying. Mm. I've said it a hundred different ways, yeah. and they just don't want to hear it. And that's on, you know, at that point, I'm like, It's on them. And I'm just not even going to try to change my wording anymore. Like, I, I've changed so much the way I've changed so much of the way that I say things over the years for the better. I do think that a lot of things that I used to say back then weren't perfectly worded. Um, so I have learned a lot from that community. But at this point, you know, when, when the, the word woman is meaningless, I, I can't get behind that. No.
1: So it's talking about changing the, the words that you use, do you feel having had this demonetization episode where essentially you're told there's something wrong with your channel, you're not told what it is, you, you have to make changes as best you can to try and understand what it was mm-hmm. that got you demonetized in the first place. Are you now kind of having to self-censor yourself going forward? Because just for people who don't know you, you know your channel has over six hundred thousand subscribers. So mm-hmm. your advertising revenue from that would be quite significant. Uh, so to lose, you would that, think,
2: but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh,
1: but but still, I mean, it, it, I imagine I just basing it off on us and you know having a hundred thousand subscribers, uh, you know, you can make a living. Uh, with, I imagine, you know, having 600,000 subscribers. Um, so to ha- you're essentially having that threatened uh, over the fact that mm-hmm. you've started to talk about a particular issue. Are you now feeling like you have to censor yourself going forward in order to protect your livelihood?
2: Um, I do, but I won't. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to stand by my morals. I've always been that kind of person. Maybe it's because I'm a New Yorker. Um but it, it it hit me that that's the first time my channel's ever been hit like that mm-hmm. I, I don't even think i had any like strikes on my channel ever you know what i mean so it and it was just funny that it all happened a month after i came out with that video so it doesn't make me question things um but even even so it's like i'm not even far right i'm just not super progressive left anymore mm-hmm. I, and i still support the majority of left not the, like like 50 percent. like again I'm a, i think i'm like a libertarian is what people call which, which is what the old left is so i've always been left it's just the left moved even further so i don't know what i don't know i, I part of me just thinks that youtube found like a, an easy way to target me maybe um but at the same time the more i talk about things that i actually believe in and i've always did that but controversial things that I believe in. We'll say that because I never really touched on controversial topics like this. Um, the more I'm getting support monetarily from individual viewers, uh, which ideally and hopefully would, would level out the AdSense because I don't make much money on AdSense anyway, because most of my videos are controversial and sexually explicit, not even sexually explicit, but sexual topics. So I, I don't really get ads on those videos anyway. Um, But on the topics that I don't talk about, either of those things, I'm missing a few hundred bucks a month. So it did suck, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. And Ariel, why do you think it is that we seem to expect people who are in the LGBT community or an ethnic minority to somehow be left? And if they espouse views or say things that are not on the left, we see it as being problematic and want to expel them.
2: Why is that? I, I think it's just the, the group think and hive mind mentality. I think that we assume, well, not we, but people on the left assume that anyone that doesn't think like them mm. is either stupid or a grifter, <laughs> which I hate that word because everyone's calling me that now. And it's like, I wish I was because the far, far, far right channels have not even looked at me yet. Mm-hmm. Um, well
1: welcome to the club we'll, we'll, wait until that happens because then they start attacking you as well we've had right
2: that. like uh, that's we, not
1: we're we left-wing grifters on monday and right-wing grifters on tuesday and then back to being far left on wednesday that's just that's just that's just the turf that you're on now yeah yeah,
2: yeah exactly um i did an interview uh with one of my new friends david who is a trump supporter uh more conservative I don't even know if he considers himself a Republican, but he made, and even if I disagree with his politics, it has nothing to do with that. The point of the video was stop bullying gay Trump supporters, stop bullying people that disagree with you, actually have a sit down conversation with them, see where they're coming from and you'll realize they're not, they're not all terrible people. Mm -hmm. And one of the things he said in the video was brilliant. And he said the left, the progressive left focuses so much on diversity diversity of, 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 uh, gender, sexual orientation, skin color, age, whatever. And he's like, but they all think the same. What about what, what, why not diversity of thought? Like, why, why do we all have to think the same? And I was like, fuck, like smart dude. I was like, I didn't Mm -hmm. even think of that. Like I, I, I obviously thought of it, but the way he worded it was perfectly, um, yeah. Diversity of thought is what the left unfortunately is, is, well, what the LGBT community is lacking. Um, you know, but it's not just
1: the LGBT community. It's any minority, any minority.
2: Yeah. yeah. But
1: it's like, uh, we are both comedians in the comedy industry. It's the same, you know, people are progressed and promoted and pushed for who they are instead of what they, Mm -hmm. what they think or what What their comedy is, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think it kind of happens everywhere. Do you think there's a space to be carved out in the middle? Because I'm very much kind of in the center politically. Francis is a kind of rejected lefty <laughs> you, you, you kind of are starting to realize that you are as well yeah. I, and and the question that people always imme- and like i get asked like why i'm conservative all the time I, well, and i keep having to say that i'm not actually conservative like i did an mm-hmm. interview with somebody that a few weeks ago and that was their opening question and people assume all the time that if you're not far, if you're left, not
2: far left you're in, on the, other, you're side, on the exactly. other
1: side do you think there's a space to be just carved out somewhere in the middle for like sensible people who you know, they have their own views on things, but they still don't reject science completely. And they don't, uh, you know, they don't go down the crazy rabbit holes of the far right or the far left.
2: Yeah, I think there's more, I think, luckily because of people um, like Dave Rubin and and Blair, just anybody in the LGBT community that isn't left, that isn't super left, they don't even have to be conservative because neither of them are like truly conservative. Um, It's carving out space For the rest of us to be like wait i can i cannot be like super wokey and progressivey and lefty and believe in 87 genders um i think just speaking about it helps uh and i think more people i've gotten more comments and more likes on my videos than ever before like so i think people were afraid to talk about it until somebody else started talking about it which was the same for me until people like blair and 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 Dave Rubin and um, you know even Buck Angel, who's not conservative, he's he's a lefty, but he's he's very aware of science. He's a trans guy and uh, you know pasta one of the first transsexual porn stars, and he's just a sweetheart, all for female spaces, you know, because you know even trans men that are female experience different things to cis men, you know. Um, but he's just awesome, and luckily the the rise in popularity of those people gave way for people like myself to speak more openly about what they believe you know
0: and when do you think uh, because you look at a lot of the media and well i can't really speak uh, about the media in the uk which is very very left dominated it's very mm. very progressive the liberal arts very very progressive as well when do you think our type of voices are going to become more acceptable in the mainstream do you think that's going to happen sooner rather than later or do you do you just see this situation getting worse which is what I think is going to happen,
1: sadly. You're, I just, think a, e- you're just a depressive <laughs> man. Yeah, I, I, <laughs>
2: I think, either way, it's job security for us because we have more to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I, I don't know. I think, I, I mean, I hope that people start to come to their senses more and stop denying science. Um, and I think people are getting fed up with the, the crazy far left, which is why the rate of acceptance is down for us. Mm. So I think people are, are realizing that they need to be more vocal and it's, it's happening just at a very slow rate because people are still very scared. They're still really afraid.
0: And, and why do you think they're afraid? Is it because, you know, people stand a very real chance of losing livelihoods, jobs? Absolutely. I
2: mean, oh, absolutely. Because- They've told me. And there's, a, there's also articles written about it that because you have to remember a lot of LGBT people already work in um, the arts field, arts and, arts and humanities fields that tend to be more progressive. You know what I mean? Like how many like gay men accountants do you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously there's a lot, but in general, like I used to work in advertising, like half of the company was LGBT. I don't know why we fluct- fluctuate that way. We just, we flock to it. I mean, um, we just do, um, maybe cause it's good to express ourselves or who the hell knows, but LGBT people tend to gravitate more towards the arts. Yeah. Creative um, fields of various creative kinds. fields. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and that's that's where, unfortunately, not unfortunately, that's where the most progressive minds tend to be. So when you're more, you know, center or right, it's, I would imagine it's it's super difficult to to come out. Like my the, the kid David, he's like, I've I've had nothing. He's like, I came out as conservative, and I got nothing but hate from the left, and nothing but love from the right. He's like, they don't care I'm gay. They do not care if I'm gay. They don't care if I want to get married. They just they. It's like for them, it's more. I think more people now are conservative economically, more than conservative socially. And I think people get that mixed up as well.
1: Yeah, there is a big difference. It's interesting, because Mm -hmm. it depends what you mean by it. For example, in the UK, Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people are actually being revealed as socially conservative, but our conversation is very different to yours. So acceptance of, you know, gay people is is completely universal, I would say. Mm -hmm. But when we talk about something like immigration, that you know reluctance or resistance to mass immigration would be a, mm-hmm. a conservative issue that a lot of people hold
2: would disagree right yeah yeah, yeah I would right. Disagree on her. uh mm-hmm.
1: but anyway look thanks very much for coming on uh, it's good to know your channel has been remonetized. Uh, Finally, i have a sneaky weeks, suspicion yeah. that you're gonna you're gonna end up back back in that position at some point if you continue uh, but then, you know, that's all of us right now, isn't it? With mm. with the way that things are going. Uh, the last question we always ask Arielle is, what's the one thing that no one is talking about that we should be talking about as a society?
2: I think I'm going to stick it with, with, with the lesbian issues. I think more people need to listen to issues that affect females and stop trying to be super woke about gender politics at the moment. And I actually listen to why a lot of females are rejecting it
1: all right I wish listen more to would women that's that. never going to catch on um, <laughs> certainly not in russia mate <laughs> yeah. and i'm from russia so yeah not, not where i'm from for sure but we'll see if we can make it catch on here in the west ariel Scassella, thank you so much if people want to follow your work uh where do they go for that
2: uh, they could just search my name on on any of the platforms and i'll come up perfect mm-hmm. all right well thanks for coming thank on. You so much. And we'll
1: take care we'll see you again